The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's Pharrell on the bench, coast to coast, in the biggest way possible, hanging out the bad city, broken day, bad, 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 hanging around a bunch of bad, 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 luck, bad, dude, bad, 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 bad vibes. We are live in the Pharrell Appalachian, right across the river and through the woods from where Granny likes to hide her cushy, cush, cush, as long as she's got a little sidebar of J-Mo going in a glass, three fingers in New York City, the Big Apple, ooh. People dress in plastic bags, they're ready to drive eggs, some kind of fashion, shake it up, should do that. I'm a friend that come around, flats to flats to party up. Rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown with a mess. This time's dad and my brain splattered all over Manhattan, should do be shake out. Ooh. Hey, I'm Pharrell with Carver High, Mafia, and the great Joe Ranieri in South FLA with all of that gorgeous <laughs> What's gigging on a Tuesday? I'll tell you what's gigging. Uh, later in the show, we're going to cover it more in depth and obviously a focal part of the show, but the Big Ten. And just now, the Pac-12 have both, as we told you yesterday, as I've been saying on this show for months, they're going to cancel college football and all of fall sports. The Big Ten and the Pac-12 have both ended their football seasons for now. They will try to play in the spring. That's their plan at this point. A lot of people going crazy over this today. I have to tell you, I just feel like it's the right thing to do. I really think it's a, an easy decision, frankly. And I think, you know, all these kids want to have a union and they want more benefits and rights and health insurance and a voice and a seat at the table. And it's just not happening. They're not running a union. Uh, this is uh, out of their realm. This is above their pay grade. Thank you. Now, I know the Supreme Court today made a decision uh, that uh, student-athletes will get more benefits, but all of those decisions from the higher court are for a lower court in California, and the bottom line is is they're going to get benefits of academic benefits and you know more money toward their uh, education, things of this nature. They're not getting health benefits and paychecks, and the names, images, and likeness will happen. There will be players making money, but that's not what this decision was about. And the COVID is bigger. This pandemic is bigger than the Big Ten. 
It's bigger than the Pac-12. It's bigger than the NCAA. It's bigger than college football. People have to come to grips with this. People in this country that have been laughing at this pandemic and spitting in its face and turning a blind eye to it and acting like there's not a problem in this world are morons, absolute idiots. It shows how stupid people are. And I think the decision that they made the Big Ten out in the forefront of the Power Five is a smart move by them. And I think it took a lot of guts. And you just had to make the move. I don't care what anybody says. You can talk all you want. Now they're talking about all these kids that won't be able to play their uh, season before the draft. Every one of those great players in college football is going to get drafted anyway. They're just not going to play spring football. Know that. Birthdays, Patty Mills, Melky Cabrera. Uh, you got How does this sound? Craig Elo, our boy in Spokane. Everybody remembers Craig Elo after the Jordan shot against the Cavs. And Hulk Hogan, 67 today. Happy birthday to you. Mike Trout, we're going to hear about his big shot last night for the Angels to beat the A's. Ramon Lariano, the A's get a six-game suspension. Astros bench coach Alex Cintron gets 20 games for inciting the brawl. We'll see Didi Gregorius last night with a grand slam. Steven Matz of the Mets, nothing but problems with his stuff. He gets shelled in a New York loss. And Juan Soto hits a bomb last night. Diamondbacks get 18 hits. We welcome in our radio affiliates across the country. Don't forget Sports Good Radio Overnights. Rick Renteria says there's no time to panic for the White Sox after their loss to the Tigers. Clevenger, Tribe, sent home to quarantine after hanging out with Police Act in the Windy City. Cards pitcher Jack Flaherty had an interesting plan uh, during quarantine. Fly in a smoke show hottie to spend some time with him. I don't know if you saw the pictures of this dazzler, but I think he made a good decision. I got to tell you, it's worth a few days in quarantine, especially with Hirsch. I got MLB holding discussions about a bubble for the playoffs and World Series. Gee, you think? Astros slow start. What a shame. What What a shame that no one on the team can hit without knowing what the pitch is. Shook the entire set right there with my violence. Giancarlo Stan expected to miss a month. When doesn't this guy miss a month? Just get rid of him already. He's just the biggest waste of time ever. For his one or two home runs a year, uh, you know, the guy is never healthy. Joe Kelly Dodgers on the aisle with shoulder inflammation. We'll talk about Tatis Jr. The Braves' finances are a mess. Pirates are terrible. What else is new? And Buffalo hosting a big league game for the first time tonight since 1885. Does that even make sense to anybody? We'll break down every game in baseball tonight. Tons of action. Plus, Julian Edelman, we'll hear from him on today's C2C. Lamar Miller joins the Pats. Nagakwe trade speculation includes the Arizona Cardinals, allegedly. Hard Knocks starts tonight. I never watched that show ever. I just wanted to say that. I've never watched it. Thanks. I don't need to. Jason wouldn't going to have a big role with the Raiders. Yeah, sure he is. Like that big role he had with the Cowboys last year when he did nothing. Dude, you're washed, and you were terrible in the booth. Like, go work for Jerry Jones. Go work for the Cowboys. Brian Flores has been uh, looking into quarantining his quarterbacks down in Miami. Daniel Snyder claims a former employee took money to tell lies about him. A woman now he's throwing under the bus. We'll get into everything. College football, NHL, the NBA bubble. Great games going on right now. Spurs up on the Rockets, 116-93. The Nets already won. Lightning and Columbus 1-1 going to the second period. You're going to get it all today, baby. And tonight's games on Coast to Coast. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down and too many people fall victim to the picture perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we going to learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Pharrell back on Coast to Coast. I was just telling the boys about my 200-pound Cujo dog who has now blown out his other knee. He's already had one knee replaced with a steel bar. And yesterday, he blew out the other knee chasing a squirrel in the rocks in the forest and came dragging up the street, crippled. And uh, now I got to find a surgeon to do the surgery on the dog. All these guys are out because of the COVID and everything else. I got a dog with like a completely broken leg and knee and can't walk 200 pounder you go near him he'll bite your hand off and he's just rocking the morphine we got him on the heroin drip at home unbelievable my wife said she'd rather put me down than the dog she did say that last night and quoted me uh also that i had said it before and then said she was going to shut me down you know with relations uh for the remainder of the year like the big 10 in fact well i said we need to find a doctor <laughs> quickly all right uh carver high let's start it up with baseball <laughs> I told you never to get that dog. I told you years ago, don't get that dog. Uh, A's and the Angels last night, Scotty. A wild one. Uh, And Mike Trout and Rendon both had huge nights. Here's Trout with the go-ahead homer on Fox Sports West. That is hammered out to left field. No doubt about it. He's done it again. Big fly for Mike Trout and the Angels are on top, 10-9. He's the best player in baseball. That's that. End of story, period. Absolutely, man. The Angels needed it bad. They are out to an awful start. They need to start winning some games. It starts with them last night. On the other side of the coin, Scotty, is the Oakland A's, who the suspensions came down today from the brawl on Sunday. Ramon Laureano, he gets six games for charging the Astros. And how about the bench coach, Alex Cintron of the Astros, Scotty? 20 games for basically inciting the brawl. They said that they were going to be tough on anybody who got involved with fighting. And I guess Cintron is the guy who's going to take the blame here for this one. Yeah, I don't know what he said. Uh, we've heard things about, like, maybe he said something about his mother or whatever else. But, uh, you know, nobody knows who that is. That doesn't uh, have any consequence whatsoever, in my opinion, at the end of the day, of whether the Astros can get out of their slump. Uh, they're not hitting. Uh, nice to run into the Giants after you get swept by the A's. Always convenient how everything works out for them. 
But I love seeing Altuve, Springer, Bregman, uh, the whole lineup absolutely hitting 100. So it couldn't happen to a better bunch of liars and thieves. I actually saw some people in Houston this morning, Scotty, who said this might be a good thing for them because you just mentioned it. Altuve and Springer both hitting under 200, and Bregman, he ain't too far behind him. So uh, I know they don't have the garbage cans anymore, but maybe Cintron going away will help those guys start to hit the baseball a little bit. <laughs> who knows? Uh, I hate him, so I don't care what happens to him. And I don't. no one even knows who that guy is. So, you know, what's great is when Liriano said, I can't believe I wasted my time with that loser. So, uh, you know, some guy no one's ever heard of is getting suspended for 20 games. Yawn. Home runs were flying in Philadelphia last night, Scotty, between the Braves and the Phillies, including this one from the guy who has hit the most grand slams in the majors since 2016. Didi Gregorius here on NBC Sports Philadelphia. And a high fly ball to deep right field. Mark is going back. It is gone! A grand slam for Didi! The Phillies have busted it open here in the second. That was one of my plays I gave you yesterday on Coast to Coast on Pharrell on Bench.com. My picks, the Phillies with Nola. I said they needed to back this guy up because they can't win any other game. They had to get off of their problems, and they did with bats. I think they hit five of them in the game. So there you go. Nice win for the Phillies. Yesterday's he's having a bad day with Steven Matz, starting pitcher for the New York Mets. He got absolutely rocked by the Washington Nationals at City Field, including this one, Scotty. How about a 463-foot blast by Juan Soto? Here it is on Massey. Here's Soto. Yeah, get this guy to the plate. He waited for a breaking ball and skies it straight away center. See you later. Way up the batter's eye. And the Nats are making City Field look rather small tonight. It's 5 nothing. I mean, this guy Soto means business. Uh, he's everything to that team. Uh, they are playing, I think, uh, real you know, average, you know, to below average baseball. The Nats is defending champs. I think they look terrible, too. Diamondbacks last night get 18 hits out at Coors Field. They cool off the Rockies. Big win for the Diamondbacks. They needed that one. Let's go to the White Sox, Scotty, who are now 8-9. and nine. They've been scuffling. They lose last night to the Detroit Tigers. Here's manager Rick Renteria. He says, oh, don't worry about it. we got plenty of time. Don't worry about it. There's no room for us to make any choosing. We haven't got it done. We want to get it done. The guys are working hard to try to put themselves in a good position. It hasn't happened. Everybody has the right to absolutely look upon us and go, what's going on? But it's just baseball right now, and we're, we've got to be able to give ourselves a chance. I know I'm not going to panic. I, I mean, it's not going to do me any good. Uh, the reality is that these, have, these guys have to understand that I have a complete confidence in what they're capable of doing. I have a complete confidence in, in the process that they're working through. And uh, just like anything, uh, streaks kind of come and go, and hopefully we get into a, a very positive uh, run. And it allows us to continue to, to be the club that we ultimately want to become. You know, uh, I don't buy the whole we got plenty of time stuff when there's only a uh, 60 game season. Uh, there's no time for being average and being 500 and slumping. Uh, I heard the same nonsense from Bell and the Reds. We're fine. We're still in a playoff position. Like, what are you talking about? You never win. Uh, the White Sox, they have a lot of talent. And they're definitely not putting it to use. Uh, they're below 500 now. 
You want to talk about uh, shock? How about what the Tigers did to them and what they're doing right now? They're winning, and no one saw that coming. They're coming off a sweep of the Pirates. Then again, who doesn't sweep the Pirates? Yeah, exactly. It is hard to say. They've played a third of the season, Rick. I mean, you know, you've played 17 games. There's only 60. You're almost there. Uh, Time to get it going. The Indians send Mike Clevenger home. Now, Scotty, we did the story yesterday about Plesak being sent home. He went to see some friends in uh, uh, Chicago on Saturday night while the Indians were on the road. Well, apparently Clevenger was out with him, didn't say anything, and he talked on Sunday like, you know, this is an in-house thing, we're going to take care of it. And sure enough, Clevenger was with him. So bye to Mike as well. He's going to go sit in quarantine now. Nice job, Mike. Yeah, he obviously lying and trying to hide the fact that he was with him. And then uh, the problem is he's one of their better pitchers. So uh, I'm worried about uh, losing Clevenger, uh, you know, to a start, whatever. Uh, the Indians are, you know, this is a talented team. You can't afford to lose uh, your best pitchers. They got Bieber and Clevenger. They're their two aces unless I'm, uh, you know, imagining things, Scarborough. I, they can't afford to lose him to being a liar and sneaking around and partying with uh, Plezak in, in Chicago. Both of these guys, like, you have to wonder about some of these guys. Like, they're, you know, smarts. They don't have any. Well, speaking of do they have any smarts, let's get to Jack Flaherty. We know the Cardinals haven't played in what seems like uh, weeks, the whole season. I mean, when was the last time the Cardinals played a baseball game? So Jack Flaherty has been sitting at home in St. Louis, and he sent, uh, or I guess he knows this girl in New Jersey or wherever she's from, and he flew her in uh, to come and say hi. So Jack Flaherty doing well in the quarantine too, Scotty. Listen, uh, did you see this woman? I mean, she I is did. beautiful. <laughs> like, honestly, like, I'd leave my family for this chick. Jack's, Jack's so doing hot. okay. <laughs> Jack, nice decision on your part. I, you know, you talk about smarts. I actually think that's a power play. And uh, getting busted, that's like your boy, uh, the quarterback of the Niners, getting caught with the porn star. I mean, I thought that gave him a lot of Gucci. Having a, you know, get a little, get a, Garoppolo getting a little Gucci in there. jimmy g man uh the mlb we've heard the talk about the bubbles we know that it's hard to do it in the regular season they are having discussions uh scotty commissioner rob and all of his guys at the main office saying that they might bubble the playoff team so when we get to the playoffs they could do a bubble situation uh you might as well with the way things have gone so far it's inevitable i think this is an automatic it's going to happen uh, we talked about the Astros slow start. None of these guys are hitting it. They did wake up a little bit against the Giants last night. Giancarlo Stanton, they get the MRI results back. It'll be three to four weeks with this hamstring, Scotty. It's like we just said with the White Sox. You know, you could say you have all the time you want. Three to four weeks, that's a third of the season when you're only playing 60 games. Uh, to me, it's a half of the season. Not even a third. It's a half. Yeah, I- I'm with you. It's gonna, He's going to miss a ton of time here. Joe Kelly. Goes on the IL with the Dodgers. He's got some some tightness in his shoulder. I know the Dodgers fans love him, but I don't think he has a lot of friends in baseball these days. Your boy Joe. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Cam, obviously, uh, you and I have talked about this for months, uh, and we've always said we thought they would cancel college football. I don't know how they would ever play college football when people are dying all over the world, and certainly uh, the numbers in our country are through the roof. People refuse 
to in this country, in the U.S., obviously you're in Canada. The uh, people here refuse to actually uh, abide by it or follow protocol or wear masks. People think it's a joke. People think they can do whatever they want. Nobody tells me what to do. There's people in uh, ICUs are full all over the country. You can't even get a bed. People are dying left and right. And we're worried about uh, kids playing college football. It makes no sense to me. What did you think of the power play by the Big Ten first and then Pac-12 today? Yeah, it sucks, Scotty, but you know what? And, and I agree with everything that you're saying. You don't think me and you, Gabe, everybody at the network, we love college football. It's the best. Like, next to, you know, NFL hockey, it's right up there. It's my it's my Saturday. I love all the games. I stay up. Scotty, I even watch the degenerate Hawaii action late at night. That's what we do. But you know what? You're actually saving the kids from themselves in this situation. If Major League Baseball has guys, a bunch of guys running around, what about college kids? You don't think they want to get laid and have fun and do all these things? You think they're going to follow protocols? It's actually protecting them. Let's just wait a while till spring. I want football too, but not at the risk of people getting sick or dying. And let's remember, football is a different sport. There's guys, 6'4", 340-pound linemen there, and we don't know the effects of this thing later on too. So, yeah, like don't be ignorant about it. I know. And uh, if everybody took things seriously before, hey, Canada was perfect they had a lot of problems too they just got on top of it but we're all together here man we're one nation if you guys want sports and everything else you know what we got i know it's annoying but we have to listen we have to do better and uh, hopefully in the spring things can get back to normal my friend what do you think of the uh, lightning struggles against columbus this afternoon it looks like uh you know just under uh nine left in the second still one one i'm watching this game are you surprised they were down one zip five minutes in not surprised at all. Columbus is a scary team, Scott. I almost took them in the series, and I just looked, leaned to the Lightning slightly because they have more talent than the Toronto Maple Leafs. This team's suffocating. They play they play defense in layers. They're very, very good. They're not afraid of everybody. They'll hit you. They pound you. They're aggressive, and they work hard. That's the thing. You can't take any shifts off against these guys. If the Lightning think they're going to float against Columbus, they'll lose this series. They have to play the best they can, and the Leafs learn the hard way. The Columbus Blue Jackets are the real deal. They were built for the playoffs. So uh, you got uh, coming up Flame Stars. Who do you like there? I took a shot with the Stars, Scotty. Don't love it, but I just think the goaltending edge is big with uh, Dallas. I think Pavelski will help them, a veteran on the team. They still have Stars on their team, Dallas does, and I think they can they can light up Calgary. I think people are thinking Calgary's a lot better than they are. The defense is very, very weak. I'm not really sold on their goaltending, and they played a Jets team that was minus three players, two of them being Stars in Lane and Shifley. That's a big problem. That's why the Jets lost that series. So I have a lean to Dallas today in the series, Scotty. My dog is Carolina against the Boston. And Bruins. I think they, they could take care of business. And if you heard the update, uh, Dougie Hamilton, uh, a big defensive piece, former Bruin, back for Carolina tonight. That's big. Yeah, I was surprised to see uh, Vic Hedman on the ice today after uh, his injury. He's out there banging uh, for the Lightning. Still a good game, one all. We'll talk to you next hour, Cam. Thank you. You got it, Scotty. Have a good one. All right, uh, Cam Stewart in Toronto, everybody. Carver High, we uh, wrap up with a few more baseball stories. Yeah, let's do a couple others before we get to tonight's games. You sent me this story this morning, and I looked at the headline, and I went, what are they talking about here? It said, Padres intend to keep Tatis Jr. for a long time. Do you think so? You don't think that they're going to keep him for a long time? He's only the best thing that's happened to the franchise in decades, Scotty, since Tony Gwynn. He's incredible, and he's a blast. I went to uh, watch him play uh, when I go to San Diego a lot. And I just think that's a great uh, ball player, great ballpark. I, I like the team. I think they're playing well. They're giving everyone that uh, they play fits. They've given the Dodgers problems. 
And I've said before, imagine if they get this guy and, and Machado on the same page in concert with one another, you know, uh, on fire. And we talked yesterday, get another arm that's a quality big time arm to go with Paddock. And then uh, they got a serious contender in San Diego. So uh, I'm not surprised what he's doing. The guy's a rock star. Report says that the Braves are having a lot of trouble financially. They've had a 95% drop in revenue. They've had their employees take pay cuts. That's probably, Scotty, the case with a lot of these teams all around the league. You called this one on opening day. You said the Pirates were going to be absolutely awful. They have MLB's worst record and a historically bad start in a shortened season. And they're, at least they got a couple days off here. They were supposed to play the Cardinals. I mean, they're atrocious. Going back to the Braves for a second, my buddy uh, who I worked with in Atlanta with the Thrashers when I was their play-by-play guy in their expansion season, uh, Derek Schiller's the president of the Braves. Derek's a great guy, and he had a tough job uh, having to uh, lose 95% of their revenue. He had to give everyone in that organization pay cuts at almost every level uh, just to sustain the business model. And uh, you don't want to be that guy that's uh, doling out uh, pink slips and pay cuts to everybody. Uh, people turn on you really quick. Uh, I wouldn't want to have his job in a million years, but he runs the Braves, and he's the one that's had to do the dirty work. And uh, the Pirates are the worst team in baseball because they spend $40 million on the team, and they rake money on television contracts. Uh, it's almost like a pyramid scheme how corrupt they are, in my opinion, of the money they make and the money they spend. I think it's a disaster to Major League Baseball, and it shouldn't be allowed uh, what the Pirates' ownership has done in not paying anyone on the team, and yet they're still raking in all kinds of money. We'll start tonight's games with this note. Up in Buffalo tonight, Scotty, they will host a Major League game for the first time since 1885. The Blue Jays play their first quote-unquote home game of the season. Buffalo is their temporary home this year, and they play a Marlin team, Scotty, that also has not played a home game yet this year. So Ryu on the mound for the Jays in Buffalo tonight. What do you think? Well, I mean, Ryu's their uh, big gun, basically, and he just hasn't been good. His ERA's over five. Hernandez going for the Marlins. Here's the deal. Every time you think that you're going to beat the Marlins, what you do is you rip up a ticket. All they do is win. So I like the Marlins. Uh, bottom line is uh, they get it done every night. So I'm done betting against the Marlins. Uh, you know, trying to beat the Marlins every week is fruitless. You mentioned the Reds earlier scuffling, kind of like the White Sox. They've got Castillo on the mound tonight at home against the Royals. Minus 170 here for the Reds, Scotty. I mean, the Royals are hot all of a sudden. I'm going Kansas City here. They just finished off a sweep, and I say they keep rolling. I'll take that run and a half and that buck 58 and beat Castillo, who's yet to do anything this year for the Reds. Yeah, he has not been good for them. The Yankees will host the Braves tonight in the Bronx. They're coming off a tough weekend down in Tampa against the Rays. Jordan Montgomery on the hill for the Yankees against Toussaint for the Braves. I mean, both of these uh, pitchers have been atrocious. So uh, I expect a lot of runs uh, in this game tonight. Uh, the nine and a half, I'm going over to Rainbow, and I'm going to take the Yankees. Phillies have Zach Wheeler tonight. That has now gone up to minus 200 at FanDuel. They take on the Orioles and Alex Cobb. Alex Cobb's been great. A 2-5 ERA. I'm going Orioles here on the streets. Cubs and Indians in Cleveland tonight. This was supposed to be Clevenger starting this game. We talked about this earlier. He is out. Plutko is going to start for them, and you have Lester going for the Cubs, Scotty. 
Well, you know, uh, Pluko hasn't been bad himself with a 2.57 ERA. So if you're going to put somebody in for Clevenger, I like the move by Tito, who's back on the bench. I'm going to go Cleveland here. Gio Gonzalez and the White Sox, a small favorite in Detroit tonight. They lost to them last night. Tigers again tonight, Scotty? You better believe it. I'm on Detroit now every night. I'm I'm done with the White Sox for uh, a stretch. I have to see them turn it around before I start betting on them again. Take the run and a half, even money, and I like the over in this game as well. Max Scherzer faced the Mets last week. He left after the first inning. Tonight he tries again at City Field against them. Porcello will go for the Mets. Uh, just Scherzer's so much better than Porcello. It's not even funny. When is Max Scherzer finally going to look good? I say it's tonight. I'm going Nats. Red Sox and Rays up at Fenway. Pretty even game right now. Both minus 108 at FanDuel. Yeah, I like uh, the Red Sox tonight. I know the Rays beat them last night, and I bet that game and hit it. And I'm going to go uh, Perez here, three, four, five ERA. I think he can uh, beat the Rays tonight. I don't mind Boston's lineup. Uh, I don't think it's the worst team I've seen, even though I thought they were going to be terrible all season. I'm going to go with them tonight. Twins and the Brewers in Milwaukee tonight. We know how good the Twins have been. Going to go with a little bit of an opener situation with Clippard starting for them, so there'll be a bullpen game. Twins keep rolling tonight in Milwaukee? Well, I bet on the Twins a lot, and uh, I'll give you that, so I'm going to stick with it. I like Minnesota, and I certainly uh, think the Brewers have, have been laughable so far this season. I'm surprised by it. We said earlier that the Diamondbacks had 18 hits at Coors Field last night. They got a win over the Rockies. Kyle Freeland is going to go for them tonight. Always the massive 11.5 total at Coors Field as well, Scotty. You know, both of these guys have ERAs uh, in the twos, and I think the easy bet is to go over automatically. I think the Rockies win the game, and I say it stays under, even though everyone's going to bet the over. Seattle will be going down into Texas to take on the Rangers tonight. Rangers have minor on the hill. They are a minus 138 favorite at FanDuel. I'm going Texas here, and... uh uh, you know, I'm not going to, I'm dangerous on that run and a half, but I like him on the money line to win the game. San Francisco last night, they actually were mounting a little bit of a comeback against the Astros in the ninth inning, Scotty. They just fell short. We said the Astros needed to get right after they got swept in Oakland over the weekend. Tonight, they will try again. Anderson on the hill for the Giants. What do you think with the Astros tonight? It's a good pitching matchup. Belak has been really tough for the Astros. Uh, surprise for them. I'm going to go Astros again at home. I don't like the Giants basically ever. Dylan Bundy has been the best pitcher for the Angels so far this year. He's a minus 160 favorite over the A's in Mike Fires. Yeah, I'm going to still take the NARC. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the. I'm going to go with the A's. And finally, Dodgers, Dodgers and Padres out in L.A. stripling on the mound for the Dodgers. Uh, I'm going Dodgers is my top play on ForellandEvents.com. It's going to be a great game, though. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Coast to Coast with Carver High, Mavi, and Joe Ranieri. Let's do a little pain day pro football. How does that sound, Carver High? Yeah, we heard from Julian Edelman yesterday for the first time since Tom Brady, of course, went down to Tampa. He was at Patriots camp, and he says that he loves Brady to death, Scotty, but, you know, the train just needs to keep moving on along. Here's Julian. I mean, obviously, it's, you know, it was, it was a little different uh, scenario. Um you know, but you got to move on and, and you understand that this is a business and uh, you wish him well. And that's when you instantly start thinking about what you have to do to prepare yourself uh, to go out and contribute and help the team for the upcoming year. So um, obviously, yeah, we, we, we played a lot of ball together. I love him to death, but, you know, the train keeps moving as it will when, you know, I'm not playing here or something. I mean, it just always keeps going. You got that right. I can't wait to see what this guy does, though, frankly, uh, with Cam Newton as opposed to uh, his best friend, Tom Brady. Uh, we'll see if Newton likes throwing to him as much as Brady did. Uh, it's going to be interesting to watch that team all around because, frankly, they've lost all their best players, in my opinion. I mean, especially defensively and at linebacker. I mean, you just cannot replace Dante Hightower, in my opinion, immediately and expect uh, to pick up right where you left off. I'm just not buying the Patriots. So everyone can uh, keep telling me the Patriots are going to the Super Bowl. It's not happening. The Patriots did make one signing yesterday, Scotty, and it's actually a sneaky kind of maybe decent one. Lamar Miller, who's been with the Texans the last couple of years and, of course, was with the Dolphins before that. Uh, If he's still got a little bit of game, that's a nice little under-the-radar pickup possibly for Belichick. Yeah, he's a tough uh, back, so he's one of those guys that uh, he'll get you what you need on Sundays. Uh, He bangs, and he's tough. So, uh, look, he's not the worst back I've ever seen. Believe me, you, the guy can play. So I like that, and it probably didn't cost him a lot. Bottom line is, uh, and and Columbus just took the lead against Tampa in that hockey game uh, late at the end of the second period with 47 seconds left. They're up 2-1. The Lightning, it is unbelievable to me that they can't beat this team. It's unbelievable. Stunning development up there at the bubble in Toronto. Jeez. Uh, Yannick Ngakwu, Scotty, this uh, another saga that never ends. Uh, he actually fired his agent uh, this week. So maybe Yannick is looking to get things moving in terms of trying to get a trade. Newest team that has been floated out there to maybe be in dealings with the Jaguars is the Arizona Cardinals. 
You know, silently and a little bit in the in the public, uh, this team just keeps building and getting better. Uh, I love the fact they got Hopkins to go with Murray. And if they could get their hands on Nagakwe, I think that would be huge for that defense. And I think uh, Kingsbury would be licking his chops at the opportunity. Uh, I'd love to see that trade happen. He obviously uh, wants no part of playing for the Jaguars. It reminds me of... Williams in, in Washington, just get rid of him already. The guy hates it. He doesn't want to be there. Uh, just get rid of him. They can get a lot for Nagakwe. Why not do it? What are they waiting for? The second coming? Now, I know that you don't normally watch the Hard Knocks program to begin with, and it starts tonight on HBO, the first installment. But even for the general person, Scotty, how are they going to do Hard Knocks this year when they can't go near any of the players? I know that they put their cameras up. I guess they got a way to do that, but uh, it's going to be a very different type of hard knocks they're following two teams instead of one and they can't go near anybody so it should be uh, somewhat interesting in that aspect yeah i've never been a fan of it i know a lot of people love it that's fine have at it uh i got better things to do with my time i've already been inside an nfl team traveled with an nfl team covered nfl teams went to 50 million games and you know, 15, 20 Super Bowls. So thanks. I, I don't need to watch the uh, documentary shows that they do on football teams. I'll tell you how they're going to do it. I know already how they're going to do it. There's nothing to talk about. So thank God they got two teams that they can kill the hour with. So it's easy. They can just spend a lot of time because they got two different teams to cover instead of one uh, to put us to sleep. Get ready for an hour of watching guys take COVID tests. That's pretty much uh, what could be in store for Hard Knocks coming up tonight. Jason Witten could play a bigger role than just a mentor for the Raiders this year, Scotty. You hit the nail on the head earlier. Uh, I don't know why he came back to begin with last year. Money, obviously, would be the main reason. But now with the Raiders this year, you really expect that much out of Jason Witten? I expect absolutely nothing out of uh, Jason Witten, and I still... Uh, stand by that the Raiders suck. All I ever hear about is the Raiders this and the Raiders that, and they're just so awful. I don't even want to hear it. The only thing they have going for them, and they don't even have that going for them, is a, a new billion-dollar stadium that no fans are going to be in. What kind of an advantage is that for this year besides none? They're going to play in an empty billion-dollar stadium with a hack team, and they got a hack washed up, Jason Witten. Jason Witten had a great career. I will not deny that. He's a Hall of Famer. The guy was amazing. But did you not see what everyone else saw last year? Does he not see the writing on the wall that he was finished in Dallas with that pathetic performance he put up? I don't know what was worse, his broadcasting on uh, Monday Night Football or his uh, performance playing for the Cowboys last year. You talk about a guy that's washed. I mean, my God, what do we got to put him through a car wash to get his attention? I mean, he's done. What is he doing? He's not going to do anything more on the Raiders. And if he does, so what? I still don't think at the end of the day, they're going anywhere. Dolphins coach Brian Flores has discussed putting his quarterbacks into quarantine. That, of course, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Tua, and Josh Rosen. Honestly, Scotty, I think more teams should do this. Keep everybody away from the quarterbacks because if they actually do play, those are the guys you're going to need the most. Well, I think Josh Rosen's a perfect guy to put in quarantine because he's so awful. <laughs> Just get rid of him. Put him in a room and lock the door and leave him there with no food and water. I mean, I don't want that guy anywhere near my team. He's just absolutely a cancer. He is COVID. I mean, honestly, I don't want anything to do with that guy. He, what a career he's had in the NFL besides doing absolutely nothing. He's just been worthless. I mean, let's and face there it. Is a <laughs> 
there is a documentary about Tua from Fox Sports that is going to air on September 6th. They love the Tua uh, documentary, Scotty. I know you're I mean, looking when, forward to I, that. When are they going to call me up? I mean, are, they do them on everyone. They should do one on my dog with his blown-out knee. They should do one on they Carver Ice Islanders. They should do one on Mafia covering the UFC and hitting 99% of his bets. They should do one on Joe Ranieri working 32 hours a day at Sports Grid. They should do a a COVID documentary for every state. There's so many documentaries now. I don't even want to watch them anymore. I don't care about documentaries. I want to kill myself. Daniel Snyder claims that a former employee took money to tell lies about him. Scotty, you believe somebody telling lies about Daniel Snyder? I can't. Well, here's what's going to happen. Uh, the woman that he's thrown under the bus by name in the media and in all public circles will now uh, sue him heavily for libel and slander. Uh, he has basically uh, destroyed her life today uh, for and with no proof. I mean, I don't understand how stupid do you have to be to do that to someone, a private person that no one knows. If there's anything I learned in J-Law in college was about libel and slander against Public people, it's a little different than when you do it to someone that's private that nobody even knows. No one knows who this woman is. He's destroyed her life today, throwing her under the bus. I guarantee you she sues the living uh, pants off of the guy. Not that he's afraid of anyone suing him because he's got billions of dollars. He is, without a doubt, unequivocally, the worst owner in all of sports worldwide. There is no one in any level of any sport anywhere that is worse than the atrocity of Daniel Snyder running the Washington football team. What a loser this guy is, dude. Nice job, Napoleon. I thought you were smarter than that. I mean, honestly, this chick's going to sue him until his ears fall off. Coming up uh, at the top of the next hour, Scotty, I've got a lot of good college football sound from you. We'll hear from Scott Frost. We will hear from Dabo Sweeney, Trevor Lawrence, etc. Here's the latest stuff that's going down right now. You said it at the top. The Big Ten is done. They are not going to play fall sports or college football. Now we have the Pac-12 statement. They have postponed all sports competitions, including, Scotty, basketball through the end of the 2020 calendar year. It says that they'll consider a return when conditions improve for impacted sports after January 1st, 2021. So the Pac-12 even has thrown possibly basketball into the mix here as well. Uh, This is just uh, two dominoes down today, Scotty, in terms of the Power Five, three to go. Yeah, now listen, I can follow uh, systematically the the closure of fall sports for uh, football, et cetera. Let's just leave the rest of the stuff off at a table, right? So when it comes to college basketball, to me, college basketball is a winter sport. It's, you know, you're talking about middle of November, right, until uh, the end of March, and then the uh, tournament, obviously, March Madness, which we lost last year. So imagine that we're going to circle the wagons again and rotate like the the world uh, spinning on its axis. We're going to go back again and lose another college basketball season. I think the Pac-12 made the right decision in uh, canceling football. I think they've gotten uh, the horse before the cart on the college basketball. I still believe uh, right now I'm unwilling to go there in regards to college basketball seasons being canceled anywhere in any conference in America right now. It's too far down the road. I think we have to take these things, uh, you know, a step at a time in terms of weeks 
and a month, in my opinion, one month ahead is about as far as I could go. So I don't have a problem with like the Big 12 and SEC and ACC saying, hold on, we're going to relax a little bit. We're going to make this decision when we feel it's the right timing. And I think that the Big Ten and Pac-12 may be ahead of themselves a little bit in giving up. And I know all the kids are upset and all the players are upset and Justin Fields says, shake my head. But Justin's not smart enough to realize, uh, obviously, or respect the pandemic. Justin only wants one thing. Let's be clear about Justin Fields. Okay, because if you're going to report that he's unhappy with the decision made by people that are smarter than him and more powerful than him in life right now. Now, when he gets some gigantic 30, 40, 50 million dollar deal to be the top draft pick in the NFL and he goes into the NFL as one of the top five picks, whatever it is, then he'll have the power to make fun of guys that make decisions in the NCAA and in the you know colleges like Ohio State, the president or the head of the Big Ten. Uh, Kevin Warren, he's not in a position to make that call right now. So I don't think Justin's smart enough to realize that they're doing it for his own safety. And all that Justin wants in life is that NFL contract. Justin, at the end of the day, is lying through his teeth if he thinks that we're going to fall for the all he wants to do is play at Ohio State BS. Inject swearing here. He's so full of shack, it's not even funny. All Justin Fields has ever cared about his entire life is playing in the NFL, and that's that, period. End of discussion. Don't cancel basketball yet, conferences. Be smart. Take it one week, one month at a time. Don't start making decisions about January, February, and March uh, in the middle of August. I think you're just uh, ahead of yourselves, and I think it's a bad move. So right now, Scotty, there are normally 130 teams that play in the FBS. That is all of the top. you got Power 5, MAC, Mountain West, everybody. And right now it is just about split, 65-65 in terms of teams that have already canceled, teams that are still sitting on the fence. Here is an update from the Big 12. They are going to meet at 6 p.m. Eastern tonight. The ADs are all going to get together. Sources tell... Uh, Ross Dellinger of SI, that uh, a small group wants to cancel, a small group wants to play, a larger group wants to delay. So they're looking kind of like you. Let's delay and just figure out what we're doing here before we just completely cut it off today. Now, am I wrong? And didn't the SEC move back some of their games to like the end of September? So I think that's a smarter decision than making a dumb decision. Look, I think the Big 12 has a lot of renegades that think they're going to, we're going to beat this thing. Don't worry about that. We got this all handled down here in Texas. We do things bigger down here in Texas. I'll tell you what, we're going to play some Big 12 football. We're not worried about no diseases. We're going to have a barbecue party down there in the Kager. And everybody can come down there and get some good lasso, some hogs. I'll tell you what, we're going to play some football down here. Okay, dumbass. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. So we got a fan question today about the Nets coaching carousel. Uh, The Nets are allegedly considering Jason Kidd, Ty Lue, Jeff Van Gundy, and more for the head coaching job that should clearly be Jacques Vaughn's job. 
I don't understand. I think there'll be a player revolt if they fire Jacques Vaughn. He's done an incredible job with this team of hacks and no-names in Orlando. They literally have, you know, the only players on the team are Levert, Allen, and uh, Harris, right? And the rest of them uh, have just, you've never heard of any of them. And all they do is go out and win. They've been very exciting. They won again today. Uh, They just keep playing fantastic basketball. He's done an incredible job. I've heard all I can take about Jeff Van Gundy, too. Let's be clear here. I want to be straightforward. Jeff has had the cushiest national television basketball analyst job in history. He has become the same thing that Barkley has become for TNT as a studio analyst. Jeff Van Gundy has been a game analyst of the highest order on network and cable television, right? He's got the cushiest multi-million dollar analyst job money can buy. He gets carte blanche. He gets green light city on the mic. He can talk ad nauseum throughout the entire game. No one stops him from saying anything. He gets to be funny, humorous, everything else. There's no stress whatsoever. He hasn't coached in 20 years. I have heard this guy's name up for every job that has been open in the last 20 years. Do you realize that's been thousands of jobs, thousands of jobs he's been named to over the last 20 years? And how many of them did he take besides none? Not only is he scamming for millions with the easiest job in the world, I could do it drunk. His brother's now making big money doing the same thing because he's never going to coach either. I'm so sick and tired of hearing about Jeff Van Gundy getting NBA head coaching jobs. I want to bomb it. Jacques Vaughn deserves the job. Just stop with this BS already, for Christ's sakes. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon.